The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey, y'all, Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. It's officially NFL draft season with Shrine Bowl practices starting tomorrow and the Senior Bowl next week. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the devastated NFL PA Bowl truther. And joining me as always is AJ, hashtag the draft starts in Mobile, Marchese. The only damn place, Rob. The Marty got capital of the world, some may say. Today, we're kicking off our 2024 Senior Bowl special by breaking down the American team. That's seven, 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 seven rounds in heaven with my baby, driving out to Casey, maybe looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by iconic heartland rock band the counting crows who will be playing the senior bowl this year i believe it's february 3rd at mardi gras park you don't want to miss it the concert's free aj what's your favorite crows song uh mr jones of course that's a bad pick mine's a long december Alrighty. Let's get into it. 2024 Senior Bowl American Team Special. First quick rundown of the the key coaches. Uh, this year we got Titans D-line slash assistant head coach Trell Williams as the acting head coach. Patriots receiver coach Troy Brown as the OC. Brown safety Efroam Banda as the DC. And Giants assistant special teams coach Mike Adams as the special teams coordinator. Mike Adams, the, uh, the most underrated safety of the 2010s. I didn't realize, though, I, when I was putting this, that, that list together, Ephraim Banda walked on at Incarnate Word as a 25-year-old because they, like, just, like, created a football program. That's badass. Just, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Now, now he's an NFL position coach. Um, anyway. Overall, this is a great senior bowl class, and uh, I think especially – in the trenches. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We've had a couple late dropouts. Uh, the I would say, I think the national team overall has a little bit more weight to it. Um, but let's start with our most excited offensive and defensive prospect to see on the American team. Okay. Uh, I, I just put I just put this offensive line guru. <laughs> I'm cheating. So, Guess it's over. Answer. Fine. Uh, how about uh, how about? Yeah, I excited to see Jeremy Flax. <laughs> you know what? I actually like Jeremy Flax. <laughs> I think Jeremy. Bad. He's good. I was gonna put. Him, uh, he's got. He's my sleeper pick. We'll save that for later. Um, how about? How about? Uh, I don't know. This whole group on the offensive line, though, man. This is the deepest. Look, 
this class is stacked. We know it, especially at the tackle position. And it shows up that way in Mobile. You know, you got Tyler Guyton, you got Patrick Paul, you got Javon Foster, like on the outside. You got you got all the big dogs on the inside. Safety Fran Pran, you know. I think uh, something that's interesting is I swear last year we we like didn't have any centers. This year there's so many centers. We have seven centers. Yeah, there's a like lot true of centers. centers. Yeah. It's good it, centers. Good yeah, it is a good group. I feel like that's underappreciated in this class as a whole right now. Um but yeah, uh, that is really interesting. I I think of the the top offensive prospect on the American team is in the trenches. It's Tyler Guyton mm-hmm. uh, of the Oklahoma, of Oklahoma right tackle, and I think he's in perfect position to to come out of Mobile as a surefire first round pick. I think I think he will. senior bowl or not, he was going in to probably be a first round pick regardless. Yeah, but yeah, he he's the headliner in a really deep group. Just superbly athletic, former tight end, uh, super long, very fleet footed. He is kind of got everything you want in a guy who's gonna really put on a show in one on ones. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, not to jump ahead, I, I think the edge group is little, isn't that strong in this team? No, I agree. I th- I, I think it's it, the Nationals got a better group. There's like a big headliner here, and then kind of yeah. Um, but the interior is really yes. good as a defensive line. And I'm most excited to see Byron Murphy, the Texas interior defensive lineman, who I think is the best defensive prospect on the American team. Like Guyton, he's going to leave Mobile as a surefire first-round pick if he isn't one already. Um, Probably ends up being the consensus, I think, IDL one in this class. I think so, too. I think people are just lagging behind if they're not there yet. Um, Yeah, he just... Especially, like, I know his... Big negative is probably his lack of length, his mm-hmm. lack of size. But he's also, like, Kalaja Kansu is a first-round pick, had a very good rookie year, and yeah. Byron Murphy is, like, 30 pounds heavier than him. Um, <laughs> he's like Grady Jarrett, too. He's a, He was on the freaks list. He's a, a leverage king. Like, his pad level is ridiculous. He plays a lot bigger than he is, too. There's so many instances where they line him up, line him up at nose tackle and he just takes on two blocks because of his pad level. He doesn't get blown out of... Blown of the trenches, despite being only six one three zero eight, and he's built to win pass rush. Like he is, he can win with power. He can win with uh, his quickness, but he also uses his hands well. I think he's going to dominate one on ones. I think so too. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think it's Murphy and the rest of this IDL group, the headliners uh, on defense, the most excited for me to see. Uh, and like go go right next to him is his, is his Texas teammate in Tavondre Sweat, who does not length lack length or size and he's a big old monster and i think both of them are going to put on a show and this is a really good group as a whole you know uh i'm a big darius robinson fan i'm a big fan of uh, mckinley jackson as well you know brandon fisky like this is a really good group um and i i like you talked about too not to like get too ahead but you know we got true offensive centers too that's a that's a really fun um to see like them nose up on these guys that's gonna be a great test they're gonna get a chance to shine because of how good this idl group is too you know what's weird, and I think it's the, a product of NIL and maybe the COVID year, so you're seeing more small school guys have that opportunity to transfer up rather than going to the draft, is there's, as we go into our non-FBS guy to watch, there's, one. I think there's one, and maybe two, they haven't announced what team, uh, Southeast Missouri State's Ryan For, uh, For, Fornoy, a receiver, they haven't said what team he's on yet, um, but... The American team only 
for sure has Jalex Hunt, the edge rusher to Houston Christian. So that's got to be a non-FBS guy to watch. <laughs> that's the only one to watch, absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, Hunt's an interesting guy, you know, like super athletic, was making a lot of flashy plays. Um, yeah, he's going to the only he, guy to watch here, yeah. He, he's a former safety, started mm-hmm. his career at Cornell as a safety, ends up at Houston Christian uh, as an edge player. Really interesting. They, they had him play like overhang as a big nickel at times too for Houston Christian. Um, but he like, yeah, I think his athleticism is his, yeah. his biggest, the biggest thing about him, but he also plays his tail off. Yeah. He's making all kinds of run stops, um, backside. So I'm, I'm excited to see how he stacks up and like a hell of a test. I know we kind of already alluded to the edge group isn't that strong. This tackle group is, is, you know, yeah, I think this tackle group might go down in senior bowl history, you know, and I think this tackle class might go down in NFL history, but anyways, it's a great test for all he's, these edges. They got they got the star, he, in, especially him. Yeah, he's in a great position too because yeah, there isn't outside of uh, Chris Braswell. There's like not uh, unless you you count Darius Robinson as an edge. There's not like a dude, a absolute dude at edge. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of opportunity for him, and against a great tackle group, if he wins just a, a, a few reps, yeah. like not even not even half his reps. If he if he wins like thirty percent of them, like that's going to show something, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, um, not, not not to jump, but I I do wonder to see like you kind of mentioned Robinson, which group is he going to be in, blah blah blah. But I do wonder if like these interior defensive line guys are going to get more looks on the outside, just just in like, not in the eleven on elevens or anything, but just against these tackle groups. I think that's going to be kind of interesting. Like just one. Yeah, uh, we can we'll get to it a bit later. But there are a couple of these interior guys who did see snaps. At four I at least yeah. five techs and some true edge so we'll see we'll, I think that's a good point um, most approved on offense I think overall I'll, I'll give you a couple but overall I think it's the quarterback group no and I mean, yeah it's a cop out though it's a I I'll, I'll give, I have two other good names so but I want to start here because we haven't mentioned them yet um, Connor Bradley the hometown kid no I'm just kidding <laughs> but yeah like I think each individual prospect in this quarterback group has a lot to prove you know. Uh, what is Joe Milton going to look like? Um, you know, can can Pratt step up? Can Rattler step up? And uh, what does Bradley look like in this setting too? Um, definitely, like you know, for a year and even I guess the class as a whole that we thought this the senior quarterback group was going to be stacked, especially this team. You know, it's come out a little a little soft, right? Where like loaded Penix and Nick's on the other side and Sam Hartman too. Sorry to almost forget him, but. Lots of opportunity for, for for one of these guys to, to really shine and help himself. Um, I outside of the quarterbacks, I, I think one guy I guess it depends where you are on him, but I think Xavier Leggett's got a lot to prove. Yeah. Um obviously an absolute stud this year in the SEC, but a late season break or a late uh yeah, a late career breakout at yeah. the collegiate level is always kinda interesting. But he's six three, he's two thirty ish. Uh, he's super explosive after the catch. You see him win vertically, but I think what he he has to prove is his ability to separate as a route runner. Yeah. And I think it's a really interesting setting. I think he he, he is either one A or one B in this receiver group at on the American team. And yeah. um, I mean Rattler too. Rattler and like like could come out of this week smelling like like at, man, who knows maybe he is a first round pick. Rattler 
could firmly be a, a day two darling if he has the type of week I think he's capable of. So Yeah, honestly, not to get ahead, but digging into Rattler again and watching his 2023 tape, uh, I came away pretty impressed. Like, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of my top rated quarterbacks this year. Yeah, I think, like, I don't have a top 100 grade on him right now, but, I mean, long way to go. Um, but he's my highest rated, uh, like, day, day three type of quarterback. So, um, yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean... I think the, the the season that Quentin Johnson had is another like you kind of just got to shake that off because I think Leggett's going to get some of that laid on top of him. Uh, but super explosive guy. That the, the obviously better at the catch point than Johnson was last year. But yeah, it's going to be a really interesting setting to see what, what he can do as a route runner and if he can separate. And you don't get to see too much press, but that's another question as well. You know how he can do against that. Uh, so that's a really good point. I'm going to go with another pass catcher. And not so much that I have questions, but just a really good opportunity for Ben Sinnott to to kind of step up and firm himself as uh, tight end three solidly. I don't know if he's going to push Sanders, but he gets a great opportunity here to uh, to show what he can do. It's a nice safety group. I like the safety group quite a bit here on the American team. So he's going to have a lot of good uh, good looks one on one. I'm a big Ben Sinnott fan, and it feels like I don't know where his stock is right now. It feels like the the hype hasn't really been there. Just a rock solid. I think he's a top 100 guy, but um, potentially like, you know, top 75 type of guy. But, yeah, no, I think he's got a great opportunity here in Mobile. Most improved on defense, I'm going to go with the guy you already mentioned. Uh, Tavondre Sweat. There were times this season where he was getting first-round buzz. Yeah. And then you still I, see it sometimes. I, I, I think the people started to catch on about Byron Murphy, and yeah. now he's, he's got, got it. And I think – just he has to prove he can add something consistently as a pass rusher this week. He's got to prove um, he can he can play at I think he was listed at like three sixty and he had dropped weight. So seeing what what weight he comes in at, what how he looks moving, um, I I'm just always weary. Like I mean, let's look at Jordan Davis for example. He has not lived up to his selection with the Eagles, right? So we I'm always weary of taking nose tackles in the first round. Um, so I think he's got a lot to prove in terms of what he can add as a pass rusher. Uh, how athletic is he? What what yeah? What's he come in at? Um, it's going to be a really interesting week for him, I think. Coach Vic is going to fix it up for Jordan Davis. By the way, don't worry about that. Well, that's a good one. <clears throat> I think there's a lot of guys with a lot to prove on this defensive side of the ball, and I think that's because of how strong this offensive group is, especially at the tackle on the wide receiver position. So I think just some of the corners. How about like like really a lot, the whole corner group's got a lot to prove. It's not, you know, this group doesn't really have a big headliner. There's a couple of really good football players, but, <clears throat> you know, no one that's, you're like, yeah, that's a top. Like, is there anyone in this group where you're like, that's a top 60 dude? No, but there's a guy who I love, but yeah, no. Exactly. So, um, how about, so I'll give you a specific name, and I, I'm a fan of Chris Abrams' drain. But he seemed like, you know, funny enough, just hype-wise, he was kind of the top dog in the Mizzou corner room, and now it's, you know, everyone's on the Ennis Rakestraw train, who also has dropped out of this week. Um, and I'm not not criticizing that, but just saying him, he's got a chance here to go out and show stuff against uh, some really damn good wide receivers, like Leggett, like Lad McConkey. It's just, I think these corners have a great chance because of, uh, I think the receiver group is great, obviously. It's a hell of a class, and they all got a really good chance to, to kind of show up with uh, with how good this receiver group is. Uh, which is, I mean, here's a good transition. Who puts themselves in the first round combo this week and maybe it's a receiver? 
Yeah, I don't see the thing is like all the receivers kind of like have had like obviously Leggett is there, right? Um, I've even seen a little Lamb McConkey, you know. Like so to to go to go back to the old well here, okay? I've been a Cedric Van Pran fan for a long, long time. This. Uh, First round center in this nah. I don't even think he's gonna be center one. That's a I don't take. know. I'm I'm just gonna I'm shooting in the dark. There's gonna you're gonna go with like a low old Byron Murphy, blah blah blah. Um <laughs> I'm gonna shoot. I'm just taking a shot. Well if he goes out and has a fantastic week, he's got a chance. I think he's gonna have a great I don't week. know. I think he, I think he's not one of the two best centers at I love him. I think he's going to start in the NFL for a long time, but I just think at that position and in this class, like that's yeah. a tough ask. Um, I got an offensive and a defensive one. I think Chris Braswell uh, of Alabama. That's a good one. Um, I think you've, you kind of see him pop up at the back end of first round mocks. Yeah, milk toast take. Yeah, thanks. Go on. So he's already there. But okay. he, he's he's also as we already mentioned, he's the best true edge Absolutely. on this team. And if he against this tackle yep. group, if he can put on a show, and he is such a twitchy, explosive guy, and you really saw his pass rush plan come around along this year. Really good converting speed to power. So using his hands a lot better, can bend a bit too. I think he comes out this week uh, as a top forty lock potential first round pick. Um, and yeah, I think La- like if I'm gonna pick a receiver, I think Lab McConkey mm-hmm. over Xavier Leggett comes out of the week uh, as the potential first round guy. Are you saying Leggett goes and has a not great week and kind of no, falters? No, not not that. I just think I just think like in this receiver class, I just don't feel like Xavier Leggett's a first round pick. I don't. I don't disagree with you. Uh, I, I think he's like he might be my fifth ranked receiver at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, um, that speaks I, to the I, depth of the class, though. Too. Yeah, like I have Lad McConkey ranked above him, but they're they're pretty neck and neck for me. Uh, and I just think Lad McConkey's going to look yeah, better. As he, a he's I, I he's think, built for the setting. He really is. Yeah, and he. I also his. I think because he's white, his speed's still underrated too. <laughs> it um, is. Yeah, it is. And and like my biggest thing for him is there's drops. So if he can go out and have a clean week catch of the football, mm-hmm. I think that would really help him. That's a good one. No, I agree with you. Milk toast takes. I'll give you a milk toast one. I, wait, sorry. I just want to say I think I like the national receivers better than the American. Save it for save it for tomorrow's episode, Rob. Um, how about Patrick Paul? I'm going to stick on the. I'm going to stick with That's the hot mollies. Uh, it's been there a little bit, but no, we've been longtime Patrick Paul fans. He's put out, you know, great tape after great tape. This tackle class, like the receivers, is absolutely fucking stacked. This group is stacked. But look, I, it's going to go. You know, I like the Braswell take because, you know, someone in this edge group is going to show up. But I think more than likely, this this offensive tackle group is going to handle business. And, you know, Guyton's going to be a star. I think Guyton's going to, you know, just elevate himself big time. Not that he hasn't already, but put himself on that big time stage, you know what I mean, with the common folks. And I think Paul's going to just go out and I think even people who, I feel like there's not enough fans of his. And I think he's going to go out and just have a rock solid week, look damn good. Um, and, yeah, and I think he's going to, look, in a weaker class, I'd be like, yeah, this guy gets into the back, you know, to, into the 20s. Uh, I still believe he can, but, yeah, it's it's, it's just tough. He, I mean, he he's gonna build fans just after measurements because yeah, his arms are reportedly over like thirty six and three. Yeah, something like that. Which is just like stupid. It's like Dewan Jones last year, uh, except Patrick Paul's better athlete. Yes, and Dewan Jones had a phenomenal rookie year. 
so we'll see. We should have added a superlative. Who pulls the Dewan Jones? Great first day of practice in this group. <laughs> okay, give me, give me a name. That's a good mm-hmm. one. I mean, that's a bad. <laughs> Does it have to be an offensive lineman, or can we go anywhere? No, no, no. You can go anywhere. It's got to be a guy who's like had some first round buzz, but could go anywhere from like the first to I guess the fourth round where Dewan Jones went. That's a good one. Okay, because I mean, like. I can see some like top end guys doing it and saying "fuck it, that's enough." But I got my pick. Okay, who? McKinley Jackson. Okay, that was a good. I was thinking McKinley Jackson. Okay, why? Uh, dominates with power day one. Yeah. Rests on his laurels. Guy who's had some first round buzz, but it's also a nose tackle. So you never know. He uh, didn't have quite the explosive breakout year. I think of me specifically expected. Yeah. So I think he's perfect. I think Braswell's in that conversation, too. You know, we talked about it already. He's going to shine above the rest of his edges. If he goes out and shows he's the class of the group, he's like, fuck this, and walks away. Um, that's a good pick. Okay. Let's quickly through one-on-ones, then we'll get into the positions. Uh, what's your – I guess it could be your favorite or what you think will be the best, yeah. IOL versus IDL. Mixing one-on-one. it up. Yeah, no, I think, I think one that's going to be a lot of fun to watch – like obviously on the defensive line side, I gotta go with Byron Murphy, but I want to see him against Christian Haynes, the UConn. Oh, okay. Offside, I, yeah. I, I thought you were gonna go Van Pran, and that's what I want. Van Pran versus Murphy. That's a good one too. That's a very. It's it's hard to pick wrong. I think, but Haynes, UConn. I like. I'm a big fan of Christian Haynes. But UConn has not seen anything like I, the Texas duo, honestly. But they haven't seen anything like Byron Murphy. Um, so just seeing him against that level of competition is gonna be a hell of a lot of fun. I think he can hold up. But it's just it's a hell of a test. Yeah, with how few small school guys are here this year, Christian Haynes might might be the small school guy to watch. Yeah, really. Um, tackle versus edge, it's got to be Guyton versus Braswell in terms of best cream Agreed. crop. Absolutely, both freaky athletes, both come from tier one blue blood programs. Both could leave this week as uh, well. Guyton again, he's a first round guy. But Braswell's. Not, not far behind. So that, I think, is the one to watch. What do you think? Absolutely. I put the exact same thing. That's a lot. For, for a, beer, a more of a B-tier one, I want to see Patrick Paul versus Darius Robinson just because they're both so freaking long. Do, do you have Robinson well, as an edge? Same with Miles Cole. Miles Cole is a good one, too. Do you, do you have Robinson I, as an edge? I, I do because I want to see what happens at the senior bowl because he's, he's 6'5", 290, but he played edge from the yeah. yeah. who's more on the edge. And then he was like he was like never truly in, inside either. Like sometimes he play he'd play like a four eye or five, but he was never playing like three tech or anything. So no. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I th- I think I project him more inside, but yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, I love him. I'm a big fan. I, th- I think this week is going to do a lot for what I think of position wise for him. Yeah. Um, running back versus linebacker. Got to go to the battle of the Jalen's Jalen Ray versus Jalen Ford. Um, okay, good. I th- good, yeah. Thank you. Good, well, <laughs> well done. No, I think I think Jalen Ford Correct. is is going to be. I, I think it's. I mean, spoiler. I think he's going to be the big winner of this linebacker group at, um, in this on this team, and I think Jalen Wright is the top uh, top running back on this team um, yeah. by far. Jalen Wright. We moved. We've hinted. You know, he's going to be one of the biggest running back risers. He's already is. Uh, it's coming. He's explosive as hell. Um, but he's still got some sh- some stuff to show in the passing game. So seeing him against uh, another athletic player and Jalen Ford, it's gonna be a fun fun matchup. I went with Jalen Wright, who yeah, I'm with you. He just he's the most explosive running back there. Um, potential, yeah. I think he's still potentially the first RB off the board. Um, 
And I went with him versus James Williams, the Miami safety, That's who's going one. to be playing linebacker this week. He's just like a condor. He's 6'5", 215. Yeah. But I think a lot of the reason he's projected more, or at least NFL teams are asking the senior bowl to play him at linebacker this week is like change of direction stuff. And I, I think seeing how he covers an uh, explosive guy like Jalen Wright would, uh, will kind of dictate where he lands going forward. That's a good one. Um, finally, receiver versus corner. Not final. We got ten in safety, but oh yeah, sorry. This is <laughs> that's my ten in safety is my favorite. Um, I, I went. With, we already kind of talked about. It. I went with Xavier Leggett because he's got a lot to show this week. I put him up against Chris Abram Strain. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Abram Strain, which will be interesting too because um, Leggett's so big and Abram Strain, smaller guy, played nickel too at Missouri. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting size contrast. Uh, I went with Lab McConkey uh, versus Kalen Carson, yeah, Wake Forest corner. Who yeah. I love Kalen Carson. Yeah, he, he's he's a, a cover versatile guy who played a lot of pattern match at, at Wake. Um, I think he's really solid in, in man coverage, wicked feet, and seeing how he looks dealing with a guy like McConkey could be really fun. It is. I think that's my, that was my other choice. Um, finally, tight end versus safety. Uh, this is a good safety group too. We haven't talked about it at all yet. Um, I put Ben Ben Sinnott because I'm a big Ben Sinnott fan. I think he's going to show up huge this week, and I got to put him against Cam Kitchens because it's a top top dog here. Um, it's gonna be you know I think I, I, seeing the safeties when they have to cover receivers is gonna be a hell of a lot of fun. I like that was mix that in too, but yeah, no, this is a gr- good group of safeties, and yeah, Kitchens. I don't know, just Kitchens is going to come out as the top dog. But there's a lot of good guys. I want to hear your matchup. Uh, yeah, I went with Sinnott, too, because I think he's clearly the top tight end there. Yeah. Um, and I went with him against Javon Bullard, who at Georgia was kind of in that Swiss Army knife role, uh, playing a lot of nickel, but can drop back, play safety. Yeah. Um, I want to see how he ma- – he's a, he's a physical guy, but not the biggest guy. And I want to see how he looks – uh, having a man up on tight ends, not something he did a ton at Georgia. I, I put I put Bullard as my most approved for that. You know, just kind of, and again, they're going to get looks against the receivers too, and that's going to be it's, out, it's going to be really interesting. Just going back to what you were saying earlier, this safety group's like hard to stack because it's there's a lot of like a lot of guys who are day two guys in pretty yeah. will end up on day two. Feels very underappreciated. Like I haven't seen too many people talk about this safety group, but that's a real like on this team especially, it's, it's very loaded. It's. I think it's. Just, there's not like a first round safety this year, mm-hmm. probably. Um, maybe Tyler Newbin, who had been on the senior bowl roster, but yeah. uh, not sure. Okay, position by position now. Quarterbacks. Um, we got Rattler. We got Pratt. We got Milton. We got Carter Bradley. I think pretty obviously the most talented uh, and highest rated is Spencer Rattler. Agreed. Yeah. I like I said earlier. Um, I was. A, I'm a big Spencer Rattler fan. I, I don't have a top 100 on him, but I wouldn't be surprised if I get there. I don't know. Yeah. I, I came away a lot more impressed than I thought it would be. The stylistic, like the stylistically, how much has changed from his time yeah. with Nevada, Oklahoma to going to South Carolina, where they play a way more pro style yes. system, and, and seeing him like in structure a lot more, a lot yeah. more in a rhythm instead of like these run around off platform chuck it with his wicked arm. Like you still see the wicked arm, but it, like I yeah. thought his foot his footwork has taken a yes. huge leap. Uh I think he, he like he's really clean processing. Um like I'm I think someone's gonna take him on day two. Yeah. I mean Look, there was four years ago. This was a top ten lock. Everyone was saying right, and the the talent isn't gone. And he's like you said. I was, 
I don't. I didn't watch too many too much game cocks you know, football this year, and I was impressed how much like like it was so refreshing. Like you know, watching that Tennessee offense, Joe Milton tape, and then going to Rattler, it's like holy cow, this is a real. <laughs> they're not holding his hand through everything. You know what I mean? And it's it was nice to see. It. And like he's his offensive line wasn't good. He got no. sacked. He got sacked a bunch, but he could have been sacked twice as much because he yeah, was like, constantly getting the ball. You know, just just throwing the ball away, making smart decisions. I, you did see kind of some of that, like he still got to rein in that hero ball type of stuff. He has a hit here and there, but he, he's he's t- he's taking huge strides. I think he's he's a good he's a good prospect. Yeah, he keeps stuff on time a lot better now, yeah. but he he still has the ability to do the out of structure off platform type yeah. throws. When it breaks down, like you said, it happened a lot in South Carolina this year. Um, biggest riser of the week. It's kind of hard to call this one. I think I mean, Rattler probably, but like. Yeah, but I think, like, because he's going to be the, the name to watch going in, and it'll ultimately kind of more be Michael Pratt. Yeah. Like, because I think, it just looking at it in terms of, I think NFL teams already see Rattler as a day-two guy. Um, but Pratt, I think, could be that first quarterback taken off the board on day three. Yeah, he could. If, if, if he has a good week, he kind of got that, I think, that a bit of that Aiden O'Connell appeal. He does. He does. Played yeah. a lot of football. Um, operates play action well. He's a he's a little more mobile than O'Connell. Throws really with really good. nice touch. Yeah, like in structure. Like I don't think he's a killer arm or anything, but average at best. Uh, yeah. yeah, but he's accurate. Like he he layers the ball well. Um, <laughs> I mean, like Joe Milton and Carter Bradley are such a drop off from those two that. <laughs> You know? I like Pratt. No, I, I do like Pratt. He feels like a guy that's gonna be a long term backup. You know, um, in a good way. But yeah, no, that's uh, I mean, like I talked about earlier, that this quarterback class didn't shape up as strongly as expected. I think mean, there's the top uh, six, five guys, or I don't know, I lost count, six guys, and then after that, it's it's wide open, right? And it kind of falls off hard. Um, but yeah, no, Pratt's Pratt's got a, Pratt's got a good chance here for sure. Um, personal favorite for me is Rattler. I really do like him. I think, I think he's like on that same tier. Like we're going into the week talking about like. Penix and the Bo Nix stuff, but like I don't think Rattler's far behind them at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I disagree. I was, sh- I, I'm shocked that you're this high on him because I was shocked I came away this high on him. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you, and I think most approved's got to be Joe Milton. Yeah, most, I mean, and he's the sleeper because if he has a good week, <laughs> yeah. like because we, he has this just in terms of pure ability to throw the football as far as you can. He's got the biggest arm in this class. I think I, I saw him. He's. Make a th- oh, so he didn't complete the pass, but it was from the left hash, about seventy or seventy-five yards in the air to outside the right numbers. <laughs> I saw him throwing orange a hundred yards <laughs> out, out, out of the stadium and got hurt or something. Yeah, um, he's also he's six five, two forty, and a good athlete. Like yeah. if he can just like keep it together for three practices <laughs> and get himself drafted. Uh, I think the NFL is probably higher on him than draft Twitter because they think they can fix him. Yeah. Um, he's super interesting still. I don't know. Uh, so I, I do think, yeah, most approved because he has to show he could be a, like a quarterback that can make a roster. But he's a sleeper too because he's got all these tools that a good week gets him drafted. If I'm Milton, I'm only throwing to Xavier Leggett and just chucking deep balls and letting him go pluck it every time. <laughs> Don't try anything else. Uh, no, Carter Bradley's my sleeper, Mr. Hometown, uh, the, the South Alabama, um, some may say legend. Uh, he's okay. I don't, I don't He has really a weird know. throwing motion, but a quick release. It's, yeah, he does. I like it. I enjoy it. I enjoy him. His, his dad is Gus Bradley. 
Is it what? Uh, the running back group, yeah, not like an amazing group, but a fun group. Uh, obviously, I, I think. But well, sorry, quickly, I think you can say that about the class. No, not an amazing class, but a fun. class. No, I, you know. What, sorry, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's I'm not fun. Cut the, cut this from the podcast. Sorry. Um, yeah, they. Uh, as we already touched on, Jalen Wright's the most talented, highest rated guy here. Um, he's just like his combo of. Quickness, uh, lateral quickness, contact yeah. balance, and burst really separate him in this group. Yeah. He's also a true junior. Uh, he's a little younger. It um, turns 21 in April. Yeah, he's one of the youngest players in the draft. And I, I think he, he's like, right now it's like him, it's what, Trey Benson, it's Braylon Allen, Brooks, Corum, and Jonathan Brooks. Like he's in that, firmly in that group. And the right type of week, especially catching the football, I think he could he could come out of here as a top sixty pick. Yeah, I agree with you. I I, I have him about uh, right around there as my as my grade right now. Um, like late second, early yeah, third type like, of back. <laughs> like he's my biggest riser of the week too because yeah, realistically because of that. Is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll give you another riser though. I like Amani uh, Bailey. He's a, he's a ton of fun. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's my sleeper. That's a good pick. That's a better pick. I mean, I could have doubled down, but I try to get one guy for every spot here. Um, yeah, no, um, jittery. Jittery movements, a ton of fun, super quick, uh, maybe maybe quicker than fast, but had a super productive year, over 1,200 yards at TCU uh, this season, uh, the Louisiana transfer. He's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, only thing is, a, like, I don't know if I love him catching the ball. That's a big thing he's no. going to prove this week. Yeah. Um, and especially for a guy like him, but, yeah. He's he's a good like he's a compact five five nine two oh seven one cut runner, uh, good contact balance and, and, and quickness. But uh, presses the line pretty well too. Um, just kind of underrated this year. How, he is. how yeah. impactful he was at TCU. I, I think it's I think we rise. Yeah. I, I my like less Jalen Wright like outside of Jalen Wright. My biggest I think Cody Schrader is going to earn a lot of fans. I put him for uh, my personal favorite. I mean Jalen Wright's one of my personal favorite, but I love Cody Schrader. He he's. Probably the best cat path catching back in this yeah. group, I think. Well, you know, um, I sorry, just to not to interrupt, but I was really impressed with how natural Ray Davis's hands are. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. I I, I think Ray Davis is like going to be the fourth round pick who yeah. becomes an NFL starter. I think yeah. Schrader though is like in that Rex Burkhead mold. Uh, perfect comp. Um, just in terms of like he's good in pass pro. He's going to catch the football well, and I think he's just going to look like a useful player at the next yeah. level. Schrader's just a really well-rounded back, I feel like. He does everything pretty yeah. well. Uh, but uh, speaking of Ray Davis, that's my personal favorite. He is just built to play running back. He's got that running back lean to him. Yeah. Um, he runs through arms ta- arm tackles so easily. I think he's got really like underrated vision. He's got great vision, in my opinion. Really damn good. Uh, in, in, like, <clears throat> in the open field, too, like finding that, that yeah. open field cutback. Uh, I mean, throwing the floor to tape, that might be the best run back tape of the year. Um, that was too easy. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're right. Especially on the stretch, he got used in the passing game a lot more. Like, he's a competent pass catching back. He's, he's um, like, I think this group, he might have the best. And Schrader's got good hands, too. But, like, both of them. Like, just natural hands, I thought, of Davis. Like, I feel like Ray Davis goes to a Shanahan McVeigh tree coach yeah. in the fourth round, and he's going to run for 1,000 yards. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, he's he's that's a guy that's a lot of teams can I think he's just a nice fit for. Um, most approved. I, I want Jawar Jordan from from Louisville. 
Yeah, he's got a couple things working against him. He's really undersized. Yeah, he is. He's also 25 years old at the start yeah. of his I actually, year. I didn't realize that until I dug in. Um, yeah, he's one of the oldest players in the draft class. Really big-time burst. It's a home run um, hitter, baby. Yeah, big-time. Can catch the football uh, well enough as like a satellite back projection type player. Yeah. But yeah, he, he's, I think he's going to really struggle in pass, bro. So Yeah. We'll see. Let's pre- we hit everything there. Oh, sleeper. Yeah. yeah, we move on. <laughs> Going to receiver. Um, yeah, look, we already talked about it. the most talented slash highest rated to look at in Lab McConkey. Whatever way you want to stack them, yeah. I think like if you want if you call it most talented, I think it's Legette. If you want like more pro ready, it's McConkey, you know what I mean? Yeah, like McConkey's an easier projection because he's he's not like that power slot. Like I, I you've seen him run more routes. Yeah. They really gets like a lot of his production comes uh, on like cross yak crossers or like high pointing the football yeah. way downfield. Um, like, like like that's the type of guy that I don't know we've fallen for before and he gets stung. It's it's hard. It's hard. Yep. Who's your biggest riser that we get? Like not including those two of the first round. I think there's a couple of good ones here. I mean, I'll save. Uh, you know, I I think I know who yours is, so I'm gonna go differently. Okay. I think I think Jordan Winnington's gonna look really good in this setting. I love Jordan Winnington. Yeah, he's one of my faves. Yeah, I think I mean, he's a sleeper too. Like absolutely, yeah. He yeah. Uh, was overshadowed this year. Yeah, forgotten almost a little bit in the Texas off. Like I don't want to say forgotten, not by the team, but just by the media at large. And is really damn good. Is really solid route runners. You know, well put together. And it's, that's the type of guy that like like I'm not comparing him, but Michael Wilson last year, you know, similar to like just. Does everything really pretty well and runs well. Runs, oh my god, runs routes well, and I think that's what shines here. He blocks his ass off too. Yeah. He's kind of got that power slot build. Um, does a lot of damage after the catch. Big physical guy. Yeah, um, yeah. He he's one of my sleepers. Uh, my biggest riser though is Jaquan Jackson of Tulane. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going with. Yeah, yeah, he he's long been one of my favorites. Um, he can freaking fly. He does damage after the catch because he's such a jitterbug, but he yeah. can really separate vertically. I think he, he took a leap as a right runner this year too. Um, he's he's got kind of got like I'm not saying he's on the level of Tank Dell, but he's kind of got that the Fires. similar traits to like that's the type of guy who thrives in the, in these one on one situations. Um, he also like didn't have like ultra production this year for that Tulane team. He was banged up a bit. Uh, I th- I think he he can end up being like the fourth round favorite. Yeah, it's a good call. A uh, guy I got a fourth round grade on, and he is my favorite in this group is Jamari Thrash from Louisville. Uh, similar, yeah. Like uh, it doesn't have the explosiveness of Jackson or Tank Dell, but I think his route running can just shine. He's got that that, that he's he's really good on release repertoire, and he's really damn. I think he's going to throw some nasty at these corners, and he's really damn good. You know, just just creating separation at the top of his routes. Um, I found his hands hit and miss sometimes, so we gotta gotta kind of sure that up. Sometimes it's really good, and sometimes a little some some. I don't even know if they're concentration drops, though. Just like unsure, um, and just yeah, I think he, he, can, he can go out and be a big riser too. I I think he might be the best route runner in this group. Yeah, no, I think he is absolutely. Um, my personal favorite, uh, I just have a soft spot for Anais Smith. Just <laughs> I love, I've long loved him. Yeah. I think he he is the perfect like slot kind of gadget guy. You get him the ball on those jet sweeps. He's he's played running back. Um, he's like he struggles with drops, but he does a lot of damage after catch. Great return man too. Uh, 
if he can like show off some, and he you see you see the ability for him to be a great route runner. So I think if he can use that kind of jitterbug athleticism yeah. to to cook on routes, I think he really help himself. Yeah, that's a good one. It feels like he's coming really underrated here. Yeah. Uh, most approved, I, I gotta go Johnny Wilson. Me too. Me too. I'm a Johnny Wilson fan. Obviously, massive man. Uh, you know, I got a little overshadowed by Coleman this year, but had a really good career at Florida State. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We just got to see him in that setting. I don't know. It's like see how athletic he is. Um, see if he can create any separation. See how he wins. You know. Yeah, I wonder if he gets any reps at tight end. I'm not a big Johnny Wilson guy, so I, I'm really. It's a good question, though. Interested to see what it looks like. Uh, and then Sleeper, I went with Whittington and Marcus Roseme-Jackson. I really do like Roseme-Jackson. Me too. Like, he catches the ball really well. He tracks the ball really well, and he's very strong. He's hands, a former big yeah. recruit who just got hurt early in his yeah. career. No, I like I put, I put Jackson, and I was going to put Jackson here if you didn't um, have him. Yeah, I like Marcus Roseme-Jackson. And the more, like... The more and more you watch Georgia this year, the more he kept popping. I know Bell's shining too, but and McConkey's always solid. But I, I liked him, and I think there's something legit there with him, like you just said. I think this is his week, you know. But that said, it's a really good group. I mean, we've kind of said that about a few guys, and this is their week. So, yeah, no, but I think Rosemary Jackson can be a big riser coming out. Tight ends, it's like uh, let's run through been, this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Benson is is the the guy who could go top 100. Really well rounded tight end. I think. Solid hands, willing blocker, yeah, um, smooth enough through his routes, has some snap to his routes. Mm-hmm. But the guy I'm most interested in, I think, is Jared Wiley from TCU. I love my Jared Wiley. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Jared Wiley. He's a lot of fun, man. And I, you know, he, he was he was a lot like he was de- like destructive on their playoff run. Um, like had a, had a strong finish to this season too. Um, yeah, he's really interesting. I mean, the size, the athleticism, just just really interesting too. I mean, all all three like Jaheim Bell is a lot of fun too. Like, it's a fun group. Yeah, Jaheim Bell, I think, just got to prove like he's a tight end. Um, I I believe he's gonna work at fullback too this week. Yeah, he's just got that weird like six three two thirty build, Johnu Smith build. Um, played <laughs> yeah. running back in, in slot at South Carolina as well. So just seeing what he looks like out there. But yeah, yeah. Uh, tackles. Guyton's the most talented. Correct. Biggest riser. I'm going with Javon Foster, Missouri. Me too. Yeah, lock it in, baby. He's, That's our guy. I think this tackle class is just so damn good that like people yeah. didn't realize how great he... Like, he was a good prospect coming in, and he really helped himself this year. He was unbelievably underrated for that Missouri team. He's, he's 6'5", like 320, good feet, mean in the run game. Um, I, th- I think got better in pass pro this year too. I thought, thought his hands and anchor got better. I think he could come out of this as a top one hundred pick. Yeah, I feel like Fo- like Foster's the type of guy. Like I'm not I'm not saying this where he should go, but like I think in most classes, like he you'd see his name in some first round box, you know, because like yeah. oh this team needs a tackle. Foster's been good in the SEC, blah blah. Which is all true. Um, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like Anton Harrison went at the end of the first round, like. I think Foster's not that far removed as a prospect. Yeah, I think he's a top 100 guy. Um, he's just been lost in the shuffle, and he's so damn good. He's really, really rock, rock steady uh, tackle, baby. My personal favorite, though, Brandon Coleman. I've long been on the Brandon Coleman train. Um, I'm interested what positional play. He's 6'6", 320. He was on the freaks list. I love him in the run game. He's pretty raw at times in pass protection. Yeah. He's, I think he's one of the meanest linemen at, at the senior bowl. 
He's a really strong anchor, though. I think a uh, transition inside could maybe really help him. Yeah, I, I, Brandon Colmo is my uh, most approved. And for the same reasons you just said, I, I like him as well. But, yeah, where is he going to end up uh, playing the NFL? Uh, and how is he going to look against – I mean, luckily the edge group is that good. But if he kicks inside, how is he going to look against uh, – you know, how is he going to look in general if he kicks inside? But how is he going to look in, in pass protection? Yeah, I like Ali Coleman. I think he's got a good opportunity this week. Um, he's just got to make it, you know. Uh, my personal, I put Patrick Paul as my personal favorite. So we we kind of already hit on Patrick Paul a bunch, though. I went with him for most approved, just because he's come. He's like a very gifted pass protector, but yeah. he 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 is so tall that he kind of gets away with playing a little high. Yeah, and his, he gets a, away with like not the best hand placement. So I'm interested to see how he looks against like Chris Braswell, for example. Mm-hmm. I feel like the 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 tall long tackles. In this setting, it, it feels like they never just have a oh that's a that was a good week. Either they look great or they really yeah. struggle. And I think I think Paul's gonna look great. Um, and my sleeper is Texas is Christian Jones. I, I really like him. Six six three twenty. Um, I, I think he's unbelievably strong anchor, uh, a finisher through the whistle. Might be a guard, but we'll see. Christian Jones is really good. I feel like in any other group, he wouldn't be considered a sleeper. You know what I mean? No, exactly. Yeah, I felt bad good. putting him as a sleeper, but like I don't know who else to I, I put Jeremy Flax. I threw on the Flax tape. I was intrigued. Um, big, strong right tackle. <clears throat> um, pretty solid in pass protection. I was impressed. Uh, yeah, interesting guy. I haven't watched him too much. The Kentucky offensive line was really good this year. Like an NFL lineman, a- absolutely. Yeah, he built built for it. Uh, interior offensive line. I th- I think the other group has more of the top end talent, um, but I think Van Pran's the the top guy here. Me too. I love Cedric Van Pran. I loved him for like three years now. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, we talked about him quite a bit already. I think just like a lot of the time drafting a center who started multiple years at the high at a high level and has good tape usually results in a starting NFL center. Yeah, I don't know where he's going to go. I was just kind of shooting my shot with the first round. I don't think it's going to happen, but um, yeah. I, where do you, where do you think is? Do you think Van slips? Yeah, and like I don't know. There's a chance he slips out of the top 100 well, potentially, but. but but it's also like if he was in last year's center class, he might have been the top center. Yeah. But, but this center class is really good. It's not yeah. like it's not like a super deep center class, but it's very top heavy. Yeah. Um, which speaking of my biggest rise of the week's LSU's Charles Turner, that's good. Uh, who I think can play zone or gap scheme. I think um, really good at climbing to the second level on uh, like chip and climbs to the linebacker. Moves well. Um, I think pass protection. Like if he can. Uh, Kind of get his hand placement down. He's, he's good, good group to to kind of prove yourself against. Yeah, like a good week can really help him. Like I have a top one hundred grade on him. I really well, like him. Okay, I I put Javion Cohen from Miami uh, by way of Alabama. Um, does everything pretty well. I thought like he's kind of played all, played around the, the line too. I think just he, he's just gonna go out and look solid. I put him for most approved because last year prior to uh, what his redshirt sophomore year at Alabama. Mm-hmm. He was like viewed as the top guard and potentially in the 2023 class. And yeah. ends up transferring to Miami. Um, but yeah, he looks like a future NFL starter to me. Yeah. My personal fave is Christian Haynes. I put Van Pran or Haynes. I split, uh, yeah, I kind of split it. We talked Van Pran. Haynes just like, I don't know. He's just like, he plays a great pad level. He's mean. Yeah. 
Big he gets on him and drives yeah. you through. Yeah, he's just like the classic hog molly rum blocker. Love it. No, I love <laughs> We got a couple of those in this class, too, and they're always so much fun. Uh, my most approved, similar to Cohen almost. I put Layden Robinson, who was, it was last yeah. year. He had all the top guard talk, and he, he hasn't really shown it at Texas A&M. What else is new with A&M prospects? Um, but, yeah, great group to test himself against on the interior there on the flip side. Um you know, he's well put together, too. He's, he's You know, he looks the part. Um, so, yeah, let's just see if he can put it together here. Uh, sleeper is Bo Limmer for me from Arkansas. Me, too. I do yeah. really like him. I like Bo Limmer, too. Yeah. I thought – I was shocked at how well he could get to the second level. Yeah. He's got experience playing center and guard. Yep. Uh, he's a very good run blocker. Just gotta, uh, he's really tall, so yes. it like hurts, pad levels. hurts his anchor a lot. His pad level is really high, but – yeah, so like in the run looks really good. Like you said, working the second level, chipping, getting out, uh, moves well. You know, he's an interesting guy. It's, it's gonna be interesting to see if we like with a with a bunch of centers here. If we see him more at guard or heavy at guard, I'm not sure exactly where he's gonna be in the NFL, but he can do both. I, I like him. It's like it's gonna be like that like day three value pick on the inside. You know. Yeah. All right, interior D line, most talented highest rated is Byron Murphy. Yeah, slam dunk. Who's your biggest riser of the week? There's a lot of options here. So. I, I have Robinson in this group, and I put Darius Robinson here. Um, I think he's just going to go out and ball. I really do. I think he's going to shine. Um, not that he isn't underrated, or I mean, he's a little underrated. He's not under the radar though. But I think I think Robinson's going to go out and just be a monster. Uh, that's a good pick. I can I, I like I said I kind of stuck stuck him at edge. Mm-hmm. So Fair I'm just gonna, Especially yeah, with this group, makes sense. Yeah, that was part of it. It was like. Uh, his tape's more of an edge, yeah. and this edge group kind of needs him. Versus it does. The IDL yeah. group doesn't. So yeah. he's, he's my personal favorite in the edge group. That's a, that's um, a smart pick, yeah. Uh, but my biggest riser of the week is Auburn's Marcus Harris, who I maybe of all the prospects uh, I watched leading up to the Senior Bowl, I was the most like, oh, man, this guy's got something to him. He Man, he just kept beating blocks against Georgia. He is so twitchy. Um, his first step explosion really stood out, but on top of that, like he uses his hands to disengage blocks really well. Like his block destruction is pretty legit. He could uh, attack shoulders well to, to win with speed as a pass rusher. I think he's a big time guy. I threw on the Bama game and I wasn't super impressed. If I'm being completely honest, but no, I saw I saw your tweet, so I'm excited to see him in this setting. He's got a great chance. I, I think it's interesting. Um, Personal favorite, it's hard to choose. Like Robinson and Murphy are so much fun. I just put Sweat. We've talked about him already, though. You know, he's just a, he's just a big hog moth. <laughs> I, I think he's gonna look so much fun, especially the center class. I, I, I just love when centers have to go nose to nose with these big ass defensive linemen, and that's gonna be a ton of fun. But you're right, he's got a, he's got a lot to prove as well as a pass rusher, um, and just like I don't know how how he looks all put together there. Um, personal favorite. I'm going to go with uh, Igboy. Igboyby? I put him for sleeper here. Is that how you... Justin... It, a, a boy, it's, a boy weird, yeah. it's weird that, to me, I, I threw on the tape and I was like, oh, this guy's quite good. I he was is. like, it's kind of weird an Alabama interior defensive lineman yeah. didn't have a bunch of buzz. You know what's funny, too? I felt like he... Like, kind of almost classic Alabama interior defensive lineman. He had his best stretch at the end of his last year. Mm. He did. Yeah, he, did like, he, he kind of was quiet against Michigan in the Rose Bowl, but other than that, he was balling. I thought down the stretch. Interesting. So he's six five two ninety. Uh, yeah. But they play him like as a true edge at times. Yeah. He uses hands quite well. Like he, I, I think 
um, against Texas a and he kept converting speed to power really well as an edge. Uh, so I think he, he's in a position to really look good in pass yeah. rush. I think he's a guy that's going to come out of this week and everyone's going to be kind of knowing his name. I, I think that's a good one. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big riser. I don't know. Just just got that vibe from him. You know, he's, a he's lot of these guys up. are fun, man. It, like, this is too good of a group. Like, it really is. Especially, like, when you flip to the edge because the edge is like, ugh. <laughs> Most uh, approved, I, I put, I don't know. I thought it was kind of t- tough to choose. I think you, you landed with Sweat. But I put Braden Fisk. I'm a big fan of Braden Fisk, but I just just seeing him consistently like show up uh, as a pass rusher, which he will, I think. But just just doing it rep in, rep out, and seeing what he looks like against the run um, against this really good off the line group. But just I think most improving more so he could be a big riser. He just got to do it. Yeah, I put him for a sleeper more so. Like he he's yeah. overshadowed in this group, but he could come out of this, this absolutely week really helping himself because yep. he he has the length, he has the athleticism. Uh, when he uses his hands, he really pops. Uh, yep. He could be the Carl Brooks of this week, uh, but could be. the NFL will get it right this time. Um, but my most approve is is a combination of Sweat and McKinley Jackson. Just the nose tackles in general, proving that they they can uh, be impactful pass rushers. Yeah, I, it's gonna be really interesting to see where Sweat's stock is after this week. I think this kind of, I think this sets it. You know. Yeah. Uh, edge group. Yeah. Most talented. Know. Chris Braswell, biggest riser. Chris Braswell. <laughs> Personal favorite, Chris Braswell. Personal favorite. Darius Robinson, Chris Braswell, if you put Darius Robinson here. Yeah, Braswell, like, I mean, we were talking about him. He's a freaky athlete uh, and improving pass rusher. Darius Robinson, you already talked about him. He's just such a fun, powerful yeah. player. Most approved, I think, is Miles Cole of Texas Tech. Because there's been, like, that – It's it's been very hot and cold with him. Um, he's 6'6", 280. He's a freak. But, like, he didn't have, do much at UL Monroe. Transferred to Texas Tech. Had his breakout year this year as a, as a six-year senior. Yeah. Pe- people are like, he's t- he looks like Tyree Wilson. Which, they mean it in the non-derogatory way. <laughs> um, so, if he if he can come out and, like, show he's got a pass rush plan, I think that that could really help. Just because the NFL is going to want to mold him into something. Yeah, I put over Sleeper in it kind of for the reasons you said. I know it's a little... You weren't you weren't hyping him up, but you know you kind of touch on all the things that make him really interesting, and I agree with you there. But I just most approve. I put Jalex Hunt just because he's got the chance to go up. He's the only FCS guy on this team, and he's playing a loaded, loaded, loaded tackle class or group on this team. Like it just just he's got so much, to, so much to show up to. And you know he's I don't know he can come away looking amazing. Like you said, if he wins, what did you say, thirty percent of his reps. He comes away looking amazing, or he can kind of just be outclassed all week. Uh, it's a lot for him, yeah. Um, my, my sleeper is Eric Watts from UConn. I, I do like him. He's 6'5", 277. You saw some power against Tennessee. Is a good long arm move. Uh, I mean, similar to Hunt. Like I said, UConn is the other small school here, basically. So yeah. <laughs> It is, yeah. Uh, jumping to linebacker. You touched on it a bit, but yeah, the, the top guy here is Jalen Ford, I think, from Texas. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, Ford, Ford's, like, I don't know. I think he's still got a shot to be, I don't know. Does he have a shot to be LB1 still? I don't know about that. Maybe. No. He's still wide I, open. I don't I, know. I don't, Top three, I though. I don't think so. Top three? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. he seems like a safe pick to be a fine starter. He's a good tackler. He's a good athlete. Like, enough range. He he, he triggers downhill quickly. Um, Good chance to solidify himself as top 100 guy. Yeah, like let's see what he looks like in coverage this week. That's my big question with him. How does he look in space? Yeah. Um, 
But I think the biggest rise of the week is going to be Kentucky's Trevor. Me Wallace. too. Me too. Yeah, I agree he, with you. He might be like he he's a true junior. He is maybe the most upside in the group. Uh, yeah. Was was a, a blue chip recruit. Had a good year at Kentucky this year. Yeah. Popped um, consistently. Yeah, he's like big rangy guy, six two two forty. Um, I, I have questions about his, about his instincts and uh, ability and coverage, but yeah. And the one the one thing that this setting is really good for is the coverability. And <laughs> the top two guys here in Wallace and Ford kind of have a great chance to show it up. Um, I put my, my personal favorite just to talk another guy. I put Tyron Hopper, Same. who ha- has all the athleticism. Uh, I thought looks pretty damn good in space, and the, this setting can look really like can really make him shine. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, he's a really good blitzer too. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm interested to see how he looks in those. Remember what I've been? I don't think anyone will ever do what I've been pasted last year. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm excited to see how he looks doing that. Um, most approved, I think, is James Williams. It's obviously James Williams. He's, he's playing out of well, at a new position for him. We've already talked about him. At, you know, six five two fifteen. You know, the the pterodactyl looking. Um, yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see if. You know, if he takes this like a like a duck to water, or if he looks out of place, it's it's yeah. Yeah, he he's a really interesting. Like he was a huge recruit, didn't yeah. quite like had a good career at Miami, didn't quite live up to it. But he's also a six five safety, so people wanted to be like, is he Kyle Hamilton? And he's he, had his moments for sure. Yeah. yeah, so excited to see that. I like this corner group because there's not like a top dude in it that we get the uh, like a closer more hype on on. Less buzzy players, and yeah. for me, that like I already touched on. I love Kalen Carson; he's one of my favorite corners in this class. I think he's just so natural, mirroring in in man coverage, has wicked feet, and I think he's set to be the biggest riser of the week from this group. For yeah, me, he's sorry, he's my m- most talented, biggest riser, and personal favorite. Yeah, I kind of I put Carson as my biggest riser. I put Chris Stream as my highest rated, but I have them close, and I split them for personal favorite. I think they're the top two in this group. Um, and you can kind of put them anywhere. We've talked about both of them now already. Um, after them, I, I think like most of we just want to jump to most approved. I think the Auburn duo. Yeah, I put Auburn corners. Uh, yeah, Yamaya yeah, Pritchett and DJ James, who like both have their moments, both good and bad. Like I, I like I like a lot of Pritchett's tape. It's yeah, same. So I think like Pritchett's got a good chance to come away as like as a winner in this group, but it's it can go both ways. Yeah, Pr- Pritchett looks quite good in press man coverage. Um, I think T.J. James is more of like the long athletic yeah. guy, yeah. I, uh, who who I think he he's either going to have a great week or look terrible. Is kind of what I think. <laughs> the thing is, though, the receiver group is amazing. Like these, this they have all of their workout work cut out for them, and it's going to be. I, I don't really have a sleeper. Like I thought this like no really. Uh, I, I don't mind Andrew Phillips of Kentucky. Plus, Kentucky seems to just like every draft of a late day three corner make it. So that's true. That's a good point. That's a great point. Uh, actually, I thought I thought he was like pretty instinctive in off zone <laughs> yeah. coverage. Like sit back and read it, and he looked pretty good. So I just Kentucky, like you said, the late day three Kentucky corners. You can't sleep on them anymore. So yeah, we slept on Carrington Valentine. That's true. Day. Yeah, that's true. Safeties. This is a good group. It's a really well rounded group. I don't think there's a like a. A true sleeper in this group because they're all pretty good. Everyone in this group is super. Like, I just put Elijah Jones; he's the least big name as my sleeper. Like that's and, and <laughs> he. Well, he he's he played corner at Boston College though, so like yeah. I, I don't know if he's actually like I know on their thing it was weird. He's the only yeah. player listed as a safety, safety. and not a DB. Yeah, but he, yeah, he's a long corner at Boston College, so I just kept him at corner. Um, 
But beyond him, uh, yeah, is it, Kinchins is the top-rated guy. Yes. But I don't think it's by, like, a mile or anything. Who's your next guy after Kinchins? I have a weird... I think it's Bo Braid. I have a bunch of guys kind of, like, 2A, 2B, 2, you know? Yeah, it's I a fun... I think it's Bo Braid. Yeah, I, I put Bo Braid... I put Kinchins in my top guy. I put Braid for the biggest riser. Um, although, I, like... I don't know. It's hard because, like you said, these guys are t- kind of tough to separate, and I don't I'm, know where this interval stacks them. I'm interested, and in, I think like you, like you already mentioned, like seeing Kinchins in one on ones is gonna be yeah. interesting because he's more of that too deep range uh, guy. They, he played more nickel this year than he had the year before, but um, he's like not like a super super athlete, he's super instinctual. But like yeah. I don't know how how well he's gonna test. So seeing him in one on ones could be really interesting. Um, my biggest rise are those Malik Mustafa of Wake Forest. I love Wake Forest, <laughs> just in general. I put but, I put Mustafa and another guy for my personal favorite. So, yeah, he uh, like they play him in the box all the time. They just blitz him. They just play him as an off ball linebacker. Next ripped, he's playing single high. Yeah, um, he's a spark plug. He is, yeah. I think, one of the best run defending safeties in this class. Like, uh, I'm surprised the love hasn't. Well. Yeah, he is. I'm surprised the love hasn't really generated for him yet. You know. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good one. So yeah, personal favorite, I split between him and, and I like Jalen Simpson. I'm a Jalen Simpson fan, the, the Auburn safety. Um, especially like he, he just kept popping this year and throwing the tape. I think it looks pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I just, interesting setting for him. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's I, a deep group, but I think he can look good. I think yeah, he can I think, be a riser. I think Simpson's like, he, he is very rangy. He's yeah. very fluid. So I put him for most approved just because he's really small. It's true. Yeah, he's he doesn't set like six foot one seventy five, which yeah. he doesn't look that. He doesn't small. look it. No. So I I'm like worried. Will he get like bullied? Like I I need to see. Wait, are we gonna have to project him more to a corner? Like, yeah, so I just question. think he's got a lot to prove because the tape is good. I just yeah. that's my concern. I I do think he could play corner. He kind of has that skill set, but yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, I mentioned my must prove is is Bullard already. We talked about that. Uh, did you was Mustafa your personal favorite? It's him and Bo Braid. Um, yeah. I think Bo Braid's one of the most well-rounded safeties in Me the class. Too. I think he's one of the most instinctual, both in terms of uh, cover, coverage coming downhill. And really coming downhill, yeah. yeah. Like throwing the Michigan game, that was pretty yeah. nuts. He's, he's rangy. He tackles well. Like best best player Michigan for. played. Yeah. Well, him and uh, Indiana linebacker Aaron Casey. Absolutely, the, this is the two best players in the Big Ten. I think, yeah. Aaron Casey, most of it, speaking of the uh, Shrine Bowl, Aaron Casey, the most underrated player in the Big Ten this year. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's not close. <laughs> my, sleeper, Tyke Smith? That's a good one. I'm Yeah, I, why not? Like, I, I feel like he's a sleep like, because Javon Bullard is the Georgia safety everyone's going to be talking about. Yeah. And, and Tyke Smith had this weird career where he's big time at West Virginia. He transferred yeah. to Georgia, didn't really play for a bit. Now had a great senior, uh, redshirt senior year, and... He's super physical, like a feisty nickel type. Uh, I'm excited to see him. It still feel, felt like he didn't get the credit in the Georgia defense, though, either. This no, year. not at all. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. Is that everybody? That's it. Yeah, I think so. Save, it, save the rest of your takes for the national team? <laughs> we'll, we'll do. Uh, I can't wait to do our Dewan Jones of the national team. 